Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Here we go. Tech Talk underway on a Saturday. The sun is out. It is warming up. Steve Thompson in. Doug Swinhart is here. Shaletta Brundage is our producer. Here are the numbers right out of the gate. 651 989 9226-651-989-9226 is a phone number here on the program today. If you're having problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, you want to try and make it work better, whatever, feel free to call or text the program today, and you'll visit with Shaletta, uh, who is uh, in the studio producing the program today. Doug, good to visit with you on, on this lovely Saturday. Man, this weather, it just warmed right up, didn't it, Steve? Yeah, we we deserve it. Uh, Oh, indeed, absolutely. Yeah, we paid our bills. Hey, during the week, we did get a couple of emails and a couple of texts about that new program to keep your uh, PC running clean and uh, running right. Uh, Tell us a little bit more about Provisor, how to spell it, how to find it, because it's come up on the program two weeks in a row People are having a hard time with the spelling and all of that. So let's get into that right away. Well, you know, it is a strange name, and I'm sure that he wanted to put together private, but all of those are taken. So his domain name is actually P-R-I-V-A, as in Apple, Z, as in Zebra, E-R, Provisor.com. And it is exclusively for Windows 10. Doesn't matter what build you have. This thing is just a wonderful, wonderful piece of work. And I would encourage any Windows 10 user to download it, install it, and get to know it. Yeah, and a uh, uh, reminder, uh, P-R-I-V-A-Z-E-R, P-R-V-A-Z-E-R. It's, it, is, it is kind of a tough one, but uh, we have had some feedback on that. And is this something that would be different from CCleaner? Is it is it a similar type product, and why do you like it? Well, yeah, CCleaner does a nice job on the older Windows, but uh, when it comes to Windows 10, this thing goes much, much farther. It deals with telemetry and security and privacy. It goes all the way. It even actually will alert people how their virtual paging is set up, and if they're not aware of this, just select the defaults and let it work. It will do just fine. It will create a restore point, which you should get rid of them as soon as you can. But, um, yeah, you'll notice a tremendous difference in stability and speed almost instant. It's uh, it's w- worth its weight in gold. 
Doug's joining us. Tag Talk underway. Two ways to get in. Call or text. The only way to go, 651-989-9226. Let's go to the text line right out of the gate. We have some uh, coming in already. But uh, let's start with uh, a computer for a 10-year-old for schoolwork and a little bit of gaming. Um, What should people think about in that category? For schoolwork, I would think, depending on the school district, a lot of school districts uh, use the the Google line of products. Uh, A Chromebook would be great. But I'm not sure a Chromebook would be a great idea if you wanted to do gaming as well. It really depends on the amount of of Chromebook that you purchase. Uh, If you jump on and you buy some of the more expensive ones, they will game. Now, and be aware of this too, Steve, that when it comes to gaming online, it's more about the speed of your internet, of course, and the newer Wi-Fi, the 802.11ax, so you get a dual band. Uh, Well, I set one up last night. It's actually running faster on the wireless than it is on the wired. So those cards make a tremendous difference. Um, They will game. You might be somewhat limited to games, but for a 10-year-old, I think a Chromebook is spot on. And I would be amazed if the school uh, wasn't promoting that as well. Now, if that individual requires more computer, pick up any laptop, um, install several different distributions of Linux, and they've got an add-in now to allow the Chrome Cloud to come right into that operating system so you've got the school environment plus a full-blown Linux PC. That's going to be a tremendous advantage to, to, I think, more towards the older teenagers. But if this 10-year-old is that advanced, hey, by all means. But I can almost guarantee the school is um, connected up with with the Google uh, suite for educators, and that is a lovely piece of work as well. And they're expanding it. Um, which Google never sits still, always moving forward. And Google Meet is going to be able, on a free basis, to take 75 occupants at a time. Just mind-boggling what they're doing. But that young man, young girl, whoever it is, the 10-year-old, I would think that I'd be checking with the school and probably looking at a Chromebook. That's my opinion. All right, all right Doug. Uh, yeah, Chromebooks, uh, we, we've talked about them for years on the program, paid a lot of dividends. Um, I, I've got two sitting in front of me right now, and they they, they are ideal if you're going to be out uh, on the internet and looking at different websites, doing banking, and that sort of thing. Uh, they're limited. There's no question about it. You know, these are the two HPs that were in the two hundred to two hundred and fifty dollar range, but the one I've had the longest is still running and still working great. So. It can be a good value, but be aware it is different than a PC experience. And speaking of PCs, from our text line, someone just bought a Lenovo desktop. Uh, what what sort of malware should someone uh, buy with that? What, what what sort of program should people put if they've got a brand new desktop, no matter what the brand? Yeah, I'm thinking if they're running Windows 10, uh, one of the safest bets would be Avira. A-V-I-R-A, been around for decades. A German company, they do tremendous work with antivirus, malware, and, of course, browser security. That would probably be my pick of the day. Second would be Malwarebytes. I think the Malwarebytes is still right up on the top of my list. 
Um, although I've actually had a little bit of problem getting a hold of support the last couple of weeks, they're busy for some reason, which is very unusual. Usually pop in a call and they're back to you in a couple hours, and they'll probably be back in shape in a day or so. But um, at this point, I would suggest Avira, and it is just a tremendous program. A-V-I-R-A.com, or just go to a Google sheet and type in free Avira antivirus, and you can still have that one for free. Although the paid version is continuous, running and checking files in and out, where the free version, similar to the free version of uh, Malwarebytes, you'll have to actually do some manual cleaning a little more often because it's not real-time checking files. And I think if you're going to have it, get the real-time. Just get it so it's checking every file when it comes into your computer and when files are going out. That's really your best bet today with a Windows computer. And I hope that helps. Quick break. We have more with Doug coming up. Tech Talk underway on this Saturday. We're going to come back. We're going to talk scams. Uh, There's still a lot of that. Ransomware problems, those types of things. What to do to avoid problems when you're online. And certainly if you have a question for Doug, by all means, call or text. Here's the number again. 651-989-9226. 9226. Keep that handy. It's good for all our programs uh, seven days a week here on News Talk. E3OWCCO. 224 on a sunny Saturday in February, starting to warm up. It's amazing after a cold stretch how good partly cloudy and 19 degrees feels. It is, the uh, sun is warm, and that is a good thing. By the way, uh, Tech Talk is underway. Doug is here for the entire hour. If you want to talk computers, hardware, software, whatever, feel free to call the program. 651-989-9226. Another great way, send your text, same number, 651-989-9226. And let's uh, start uh, with that thing I set up before the break, and that was there's still a lot of scams out there, Doug. Uh, I know there are ransomware attacks uh, there are a lot of businesses that have gone through ransomware attacks. They are devastating, but they do impact individuals, and the bad guys are still out and about. Oh, are they ever? It's uh, it's incredible some of the creativity that these individuals will come up with. Uh, I've gotten calls. At, I myself, I recently got a couple of calls from somebody in Texas claiming to be the the Social Security office working in conjunction with the FBI. Um, a stolen car with a dead body was found in it, and files with my name were on it, and they needed my Social Security number to verify that I was where I'm saying I was. I mean, what? Uh, what do I got to do with a, a car being found it and ask the guy for his name? Click. Gone. I'm sure this was going to be just a fishing expedition to see if I would be silly enough to hand them my Social Security number. Never, never, never. Or a driver's license number. Never, never, never. If people in, in positions of your finances or in a position of a government or the IRS, they, weren't, they will never ask you for that over the phone. Never. They should have it. Uh, that's the big one lately. And another one is I've been getting emails. Well, we um, many Social Security recipients are having problems with yeah, and we think yours is targeted. 
So we'd like to make sure. Please send us your Social Security number and the bank you're using to deposit. No, no, no. Nope, no, no, no. And I sent both of these emails that I received right straight to the FBI Cyber Division, and I, I'll bet money they are working their tails off trying to, and this is just a couple. There's many, many others, many others. Yeah, it's a nonstop. I think it's getting better, I hope, but some of the creativity is just mind-boggling, the things they come up with. Don't fall for it. Pay attention. Ask questions. Ask for their address. Ask for their full name with employee number. That usually puts an end to it. Yeah, and if if someone from, uh, say they're from Microsoft, uh, or uh, you happen to have a Dell computer or anything like that, the odds of those companies calling you directly at home are slim and none. Another big one, Doug, that we want to remind people about, and, and this is true in a work environment as well, and I know IT managers fight this all the time, if you're not sure about an attachment or you're not sure about an email, don't click on that attachment. This is really dangerous, and that can cause a lot of problems. Absolutely correct. The viruses now can be planted into a JPEG, a picture file. They can be planted into a, into a zip file, a compressed file. Uh, I don't believe too many Internet service providers will allow uh, a, a .exe, an executable file, or a .com, a command file, or a .bat file, a batch file. Nonetheless, we just don't know what they're going to be pumping them in those attachments. If you don't know where it's from, I agree with you 100%. Don't open it, even if it looks like it's from somebody that you know. Shoot them an email and find out if they sent it to you, just to be certain. But you're going to be able to tell these things, because generally... The English is a little bit broken in the email and stuff like that, but they have the ability to use any type of clip art to display logos. But Microsoft, Dell, HP, all your manufacturers, I have never, ever heard of them calling a customer up in regard to malware or a virus, ever. The only people that will do that would be your Internet service provider because there's something going wrong with your traffic. And even that has become almost non-existent. It just does not happen. So right away, we need to be suspicious. Anytime we get an email or a call in those regards. And we just can't tell people. And see, the thing is, Steve, honest people, well, they trust folks because they're trustworthy. But today, we got to be a little bit more leery. Got to be a little more street smart. And just pay attention. When in doubt, don't. Great advice. Doug's joining us. It is Tech Talk on a Saturday between 2 and 3 o'clock today. The number again, 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. We had a text, and it has to do with Avira, and we've got a weather break coming up momentarily. Uh, tell us again real quick, uh, would you recommend Avira not only for Windows 10, but if you're running uh, an older version of Windows? Oh, absolutely. If you're running 7 or 8, uh, either Avira would be a great product to put on, and especially if you're running Windows 7. At that point, you're not getting any more security updates, and you would really want to disable uh, Windows Defender, uh, Microsoft Security Essentials, wherever you're at in that chain in 7, and go with a commercial package of some type. And that's one area where 
a free package will not do the job. We need to step up and pay for it if you want to maintain seven. And you can still keep it rolling, but it's going to take a little bit extra work on at this point. So be aware, if you're going to run in seven, absolutely you're going to have to have a commercial protection of some type, antivirus and malware. And that would be a tremendous thing for Avira, malware bites, or even SpyBot Search and Destroy, which is a little more complex with the virus, but it does a great job, and it will keep you safe. Thank you so much. That's great, great text. Quick break. We have more. It's 2.31. We'll have the weather, then more tech talk. If you have something for Doug today, hardware, software, whatever, feel free to call 651-989-9226, And you can call or text, and that is good for any of our shows. Shaletta earlier in the day, Denny Long on Saturday morning, uh, Rashini on Sunday mornings, or any of our great programs during the week, starting with Dave Lee in the morning news, continuing right through the day with Corey Happala, the Chad Hartman Show, Paul and Jordana, Mike Max, and of course, Henry Lake and Lake Knight. It is 2.31 here at News Talk, E3OWCCO. It is Tech Talk here on this Saturday at News Talk, E3OWCCO. Uh, we'll get our sports Saturday started following the news and weather at 3 o'clock today. Some great guests. We'll go to spring training. Doe Young Park covers the Twins for MLB.com. We'll be in sunny Fort Myers. Dane Mizutani covers the Wild for the Pioneer Press. They are out west. Uh, Steve Carney will take us outdoors, and we'll talk Timberwolves today with Kevin Lynch from Fox Sports North. It is all on the way on this Saturday, but right now, Tech Talk is here. Doug is in. Thanks so much for joining us. The numbers again, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226 is the phone number. And we invite you to call. Let's go to the text line. It's been busy today, and that is uh, uh, good, good stuff. Uh, and and probably the easiest way uh, to get in. Um, look, you brought up VPNs last week, and we have a text on that. Uh, will a VPN reduce the amount of ads that follow you around when surfing different web pages? We should probably start with what is a VPN and why would someone need that? We are going to hear more and more about VPNs as we move forward into the future, for sure. A virtual private network or a VPN service will connect your computer the instant that it leaves your house, and it anonymizes you. Now, for many, many years, last five years, everybody said, well, i got to get a VPN. And I'd say, listen, you're just going to slow down your Internet. That's not true anymore. They've gotten this technology down to the point where it's absolutely spot on. And in fact, I just recently purchased a router from Stockholm, Sweden, of all places, but we don't have any kind of technology like this. And I've been playing with it for the last couple of weeks, getting ready to put it online forever. I really like this router. This allows me to have two separate VPNs, and I can switch them on the fly. And some VPNs might have a problem connecting to Netflix, for example. Some might have a problem connecting to to, um, Amazon Prime. But once you get them set up, then they'll go. And I think that this is a good option. 
if people don't want to learn about ports and how to open up a port and how to deal with the VPN, but they're, they're all going to have their little quirks. Big thing is, is find one that is, isn't going to take away too much from your speed. They'll all reduce your speed somewhat. It has to. There's just another junction in between. And yes, to answer that question, it will help reduce the traffic that is picking up on where you're going and what you're doing and creating some personal profile. Well, probably lots of them at this point. And that's actually my concern. I, I kind of want to limit that. So I'm, um, I'm going to be working on that pretty heavy, but they are very, very effective. And I see, too, that every day they're popping up like crazy. And I'm not sold on the ones that are the big-name ones. I've actually found a couple that are le considerably less money. And one in particular, funny name, Z-O-O-G, Zoog. I, 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 but they put on the net here where the fastest VPN there is, oh, and it is blistering fast. And it seems to be doing a really good job. And I took a two-year contract for $4 a month. Well worth the dollars. Uh, do some research, do some investigation, and I won't think I would take a long-term contract until you know that you can connect to everything that's important. Another thing with this router I got, Steve, is if I happen to have a site that won't even let me in, regardless what I got for a VPN, I can still bypass the VPN for that particular site, and it will kind of act like a VPN, but it will give me a direct connect to that site. So one way or another, we're going to get through. And that's always been my fear, too. If I get a real strong VPN, more security, then there's places I can't go. Well, I might need to get there. So it's an it's a emerging technology that we are going to see more and more of in the coming years, without question. That's a great text, by the way. Thank you so much. Yeah, and if people are concerned about security on the web, there are ways to do that. By the the browser you use as well. There, there are a number of, of browsers out there. You, you hear ads all the time for like uh, DuckDuckGo. Um, tell tell us a little bit about that and how you know uh, browsers can also protect your privacy and reduce the number of ads, etc. Oh, absolutely! By by placing the VPN at the router, I have my whole house covered. But you're absolutely right, and. All these VPN companies, in addition, no matter how I got it configured, they will give you an extension for your browser in case you got a, a, a portable, a laptop, or a phone. And generally, they will say, hey, here's your charge. As many devices as you need, it's yours. But you are correct. You can do it on an individual PC basis, do it on, a, on an office or a home basis. But when you leave the house, the way I'm going to be set up, there's going to have to be something on the browsers as well. And I'm going to put it on every browser, on phones, laptops, notebooks and netbooks, uh, throughout the whole chain. It's easier to monitor if it's one device. And I think most homeowners have multiple devices today with TV and DirecTV and Comcast and everything's on the net. And at the same time, when you become mobile, you're going to have to have that on an extension. And I think the cleanest way truly is an extension in your browser. And they're available for, I believe, every VPN. Everyone I looked at, Adam. But that's a good point, too. 
it's going to take a little learning curve for us. I don't think people will have too much trouble with them. Once they start playing with them, they'll just fall right into place. Yeah. These businesses want it to be easy. They don't want you to become frustrated and go to a competitor. So They're getting better at it, and it's on the way. But important issues that should be monitored and researched, absolutely a VPN would be right at the top of my list. And thank you for the text. Um, another uh, public service announcement, multiple browsers. Um, the, if you, you have a Windows machine or buy a new Windows machine, you get Edge uh, built in. I, I, I've tried Edge um, uh, on a work computer and that sort of thing. It's okay. I prefer Google, uh, Chrome, or uh, for that matter, Firefox. Uh, but there are a lot of other browsers out there, and it's important that you have multiple browsers because last night I went online to check a credit card statement, and for whatever reason, the, I, I couldn't get it to log in, so I tried another browser. Lo and behold, it worked just fine. So that's an example that sometimes, for whatever reason, websites don't work. Uh, there could be an issue. May, you may need to go into that browser and clear the cache and do a little cleanup within that browser. And that's why, if you're getting bogged down, having another browser or two to go to is a big deal. Oh, it really is. I had two calls last week from people who had one browser, and it was broken. Now, gratefully, thankfully, the one was on a Mac. And I said, well, open up Safari. He said, it won't go to a website. I said, well, just try Mozilla. And Firefox allowed him to connect and downloaded a new version of Firefox. That individual was good. The other one was an older Windows machine, and that was so old, even Firefox wouldn't accept it. And I know for sure that Google, if you're not up to date, or if you're way far behind, they won't let you download a new browser. So it's really important to have multiple browsers. And in addition, if you've got three, four browsers on your machine, which you should, please be sure and open them up at least once a week so they can update, and they will all update the instant they open. They will go online, check to see their status on their own, and it will update by itself, and just you can close it down and go back to your favorite browser. Keep them updated. That's very important, and everybody should have multiple browsers. They don't cost anything. They do basically the same thing. Some work a little faster with sites than others, but you'll get the hang of which one to use for which site. But I've got two or three of them open all the time. My favorite, of course, is Brave. Firefox is number two. I still use the Chrome and the Chromium browsers every day. And the more you become in-depth with the capabilities and the abilities of these browsers, you'll find that certain functions work better with yep. different browsers. And you'll just automatically go to it. Yeah, great advice. All right, Doug. Uh, we brought up uh, DuckDuckGo. Um, as someone has it, wants to get rid of it, and that's really true with any program. What is, what is the easiest, most effective way to remove programs? What what do you recommend for that? Uh, well, DuckDuckGo is actually a search engine, yep. and it's, that's huge in the UK. I would think to get rid of that, all they'd have to do is direct their browsers to a different search engine. But if you're going to be uninstalling software today, I have kind of shifted gears and gone to a product called Geek Uninstaller, G-E-E-K Uninstaller. And by the way, Steve, this is written by a man here in Minnesota. Oh. And it's a beautiful little program. I love it. it uh, it's as effective, maybe even more so, than, um, than we used to push Revo Uninstaller. 
I think this one's just as effective and it's easier to use. It, pop it in and just up it comes and they've got a free he's got a free version and a pay version. I believe the pay version is nineteen dollars. If you like it, by all means purchase it and keep this gentleman in business. But I, I kinda like the bragging rates that we got a Minnesotan here that did that for us. And I like that. I, I think that we should think in terms of hometown and home county and home state anytime we can. But that's a great product. Geek uninstaller. And just go and put in a search engine, you'll go right to his site. Download it and enjoy. Yeah, so it's a search engine like Google, you know. Oh, yes. Yeah, so exactly the same thing, right? Um, not quite. Um, DuckDuckGo has taken the approach that they want to keep you 100% private. So uh, a lot of the money that is generated from Google is in the background. Now, they don't go as far as personal profiles on individuals that I know of yet, but they never used to. But DuckDuckGo thinks that that's invasive. Uh, DuckDuckGo will, and there's a drawback to that as well. DuckDuckGo is actually, if you're looking for something to be anonymous and private, that's your search engine. Now that said, over the years, I have used Google on a daily basis to search for issues when I'm doing computer support. With Google keeping track of that, they have zeroed in on exactly what I'm looking for, and I think that their artificial intelligence has even gone so far as to start to deliver results for search engine at my level of intelligence and technical knowledge. Seriously. It's, uh, if, if I tell somebody to do a search and they do it on their computer, they don't come up with the same thing I do, even if we put in the identical words. So part of this gathering of information, it isn't just to target advertising. Google's got this set up to personalize your experience on the web. And I'm not certain everybody totally understands that. And to be honest, I don't totally understand it. I don't know what everything they're doing, but I know that artificial intelligence is a lot more around us than what I think people realize. And it's a good thing if it's set up properly. Yeah, it's um, there's some trade-offs for either way you go. I like DuckDuckGo. I truly do. There are multiple search engines, Quant, Q-W-A-N-T. Um, there are just sure. a bunch of them. And if, if you have, in Linux, Mint, they list them right across the page. You can add them right to Firefox and set them up as your default search engine or just have them as an extra if you want to use it once in a while. People need to experience all those little boxes on their browsers. Play with them. Don't be afraid. Just remember what you did, and if you break something, undo it. You can always put it back the way it was. You're in great shape. That's uh, I like DuckDuckGo, and I can't say anything bad about Google. It helps me make a living every day. It's, um, it's a tremendous tool. Both of them are. For me, I, when I'm working, I'm going to have Google open nearly all the time. But I am biased, as you probably know. And thank you very much. Great topic. All right, quick break. We have more with Doug. Tech Talk, another quick hour, 651-989-9226. Your calls and texts, always welcome at that number, 651-989-9226. We're going to get to the texts in a moment and and try to get to as many as we can before the end of the show here on News Talk, E3O-WCCO. It is Tech Talk here on this Saturday at News Talk, 830 
WCCO, Steve Thompson, Doug Swinhart. Shaletta Brundage is our producer. We have all the news at 3. The hour went so quick. Let's get to some text real quick. Um, Doug, any thoughts on Apple's M1 chip? Are you familiar with that? I haven't had a chance to get my hands on one, but I'm just chomping at the bit to do so. Everything I read indicates to me that this is just going to be another Apple innovation. They were involved in the design and the actual creation, and it was designed exclusively uh, for Apple. And I believe they're going to be tying it together with their new operating system. And this one's a new operating system from the ground up, Big Sur, and that's S-U-R, B-I-G-S-U-R. And some people are having trouble updating to Big Sur. I would recommend people with older Macs, even if it says it's going to run, just wait a while. Let them work the bugs out of it first. But this new chip, I think that um, I think that this is going to be a big thing. It's all or nothing. I'm sure of this. I know that the relationship between Intel and Apple has dwindled. Let's say I don't know all the ins and outs, but they've um, looks to me like they may have come to some crossroads that they just can't agree on. And Apple went out and found another chip maker. So yeah, this is going to be an interesting concept. I can't wait to get my hands on one to play with it. Does that, is there any chance your wife has got one? Have they sent any to the schools yet? No, ha- haven't seen one yet. Doug, we got about a minute left. Real okay. quick, uh, I have Windows 7 Professional. I was thinking of upgrading to Windows 10. Is that still doable, or should I just think about getting a new computer real quick? Well, it depends on the machine, but you could always update it to Windows 10. Not a problem whatsoever. You know, do a backup, get it clean. I would say a perfect time to get an SSD drive. They're cheap, 30 bucks, and you're rocking and rolling. Uh, or do both. Get a new computer and update the other one. They're, they're going to be around. You might as well have one on every floor of the house. And there you go, Steve. Pass it back. All right. We, we've got to run. Uh, Doug, uh, your phone number and email. How do people reach you? Oh, thank you. 651 552 Nine five four three and wccotech.com and I'm in the process of getting my new website up, so it should be up by Wednesday or Thursday. Six five one five five two nine five four three. And thanks again, Steve. All right, we had a lot of great calls and texts. We got a ton of texts on the air today. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six, and we'll be back next Saturday uh, for more tech talk here on News Talk E three O W C C O. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.